Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am charged up and ready to tell you about today's show. We're going to be talking about, do you really want an equal relationship? Well, while there's been an evolution in gender roles within our relationships, it may not necessarily be for the best. As men develop their feminine side and women develop their masculine side, no longer would it be that bad boys are charming and the good women are virtuous. But the question is, does all this gender swapping really work? That's what we're going to uh, find out today. All right. Okay. So call us on this phone number. Um, our phone number is 951-922-3532. And let's discuss. Are you okay with all this gender swapping? Does it work for you? Does it not work? What are your questions? What are your comments? That's what I would like to hear. All right. Okay, so now that quality men add chivalry to their attributes and women add independent thinking and leadership ability to their personal rosters, they each could imagine a relationship where both equally blended were equally blended and free to be the best they could be. Sounds good, right? But evolution has a funny way of surprising us. We can wish and will these ideals into play, but our DNA has a dominant way of not letting these activities and behaviors occur. Men want, ultimately, men want women who fundamentally accept them for who they are. In my book, Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever, I call this, uh, this trait, meaning men want women to accept them for who they are, uh, men's the second core four traits. Now, women want men who are their hero, their champion, their overall superior in what I call first C, confidence. You would think that women in these new relationships would be ecstatic. They've got a guy who wants to work, wants to work out together, share parenting, support their parallel dreams, and make their family central to both of their lives. What could be better, right? They've established an equal relationship of coordinating teamwork and the guys don't seem to miss their need to posture for power over intimate connections. Well, guess again. Now these same women are now dumping the men who are faithful, attentive, and respectful, the very men they said that they have always wanted. Why would women have accomplished the female dream, suddenly not be satisfied with it. Why are they leaving these ideal guys? And for what reasons? The premise, it's because the premise is fatally flawed. In general, men want women who fundamentally accept them for who they are, and women want men who, you know, are their hero, champion, and overall superior. It's just part of our DNA, and it's just part. It's just how it goes. Can we alter it a little bit? Sure, I suppose. But does it work long range? 
Let's find out. Perhaps these androgynous couples overvalued adopting the same behaviors in their relationship. Maybe the men got too nice and maybe the uh, women got too demanding, right? Okay, so, okay, um, oddly, these androgynous men seemed to like their newfound emotional availability while the women began to feel more unfulfilled. Her perfect partner, in the process of reclaiming his full emotional expressiveness, somehow ended up paying an unfair price. He was no longer able to command, command the hierarchical respect from her that was once his inalienable right. So how can a man be a caretaker and a warrior at the same time? How can he serve his woman's need for for a partner who is vulnerable, open, intimate, while doing armor to fight the dangers that threaten his family and his place in the world? How can he stand up to be a man among men? right? Loyal to the hunting band that covers his back while taking on night feeding and not appearing less than a man. So did he blend his male energy with his female side or did he learn to be more like a female at the price of his innate masculinity? That's the question. So the women who have left their husbands for more masculine men believe that their new relationships would be able to both excite and nurture them. Sadly, that has not always happened. A veritable saint with with balls is as elusive as ever. So does a nice guy with balls even exist? If so, he's a rare breed. But statistically speaking, it's unrealistic to expect the Marlboro man and the sensitive artist to live inside the same human being. There are trade-offs to both, both approaches. Ultimately, you have to find the guy who is the best fit for you. It could be, um, oops, it could be argued that a type A woman Type A women are better served by partnering up with type B men, even if they are more attracted to the type A's. I submit that this doesn't work. A type A woman usually wants a man who is more alpha than she is. And while she may be alpha at work, at home, she still wants to exert her femininity and be taken care of if called for. I've witnessed many a type B men marry type A women. That doesn't work either. They end up continually cheating on their wives. Ultimately, the when the marriage does fall apart, they are happiest when marrying a type B. Actually, someone who is more of a type B than they are. That way, the man is still just a little bit more alpha than the new person that they marry. It is what makes him feel like a man. So what combination of masculine slash feminine energy have you seen in the most successful relationships that you have witnessed? Your thoughts are appreciated. And here's the phone number. So call 
951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about things that always should be equal in a relationship, no matter what. So let's find out what those things are. We'll catch you right back after the break. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with The Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross. On KMET, 1490 AM, Smart Talk. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Ben's Advocate advocate show with me your host linda gross it's so great to have you here today all righty so what are we talking about today we are talking about do you really want an equal relationship hmm does that really work so now let's uh examine things that always should be equal in a relationship with uh, you know no matter what all right how about effort You know, when effort is lopsided, that's not going to work out too well. So let's say one person is going all out in the relationship and the other uh, person is putting out the bare minimum. Eventually, there's going to be a problem here. So, you know, it's easy to let this one slide because the dominant person likes being a, a giver, but eventually resentment is going to settle in and start to brew. So both people in a relationship need to know that they're valued and to make that happen, they need to be trying equally hard to make each other happy. Now the avenues that they use to make each other happy could be decidedly different, but it's all sort of got to balance out in the wash. Makes sense, right? You, You can't really have... Um, unequal participation, much like in sports, if you have one teammate that's dragging you down, that person is going to drag the whole team down. So 
it works like that. There's got to be balance, right? So that's that's a pretty big one. Next up, let's talk about communication. Let's say one person is an excellent communicator and the other one, you know, either recoils or pouts or doesn't know how to work through a conversation or perhaps is always resorting to anger. You know, all of these behaviors, again, it may work for a little while, but it's going to catch up to you at some level. So this applies to a surface level concept like initiating conversations, but is also able to the depth and honesty of the discussions that you have. If only one of you is making sure that the questions are being asked and the thoughts are being respectfully conveyed, you're going to be dealing with arguments and misunderstandings that could have easily been avoided. Actually, it's not so easy. Um, the person who's not doing the communicating, they've got to do some, you know, get a tune-up on their, their own selves uh, to be able to be in a relationship. And it's not fair that they're in a relationship uh, with significant, with a significant detriment like this. So they've got to figure it out and go get some help practice up on their skills, on their communication skills, maybe take a class or go to therapy or whatever is needed to, you know, bump up this area. All right. How about boundaries? So boundaries are very important. Both partners need to have the same standards when it comes to what is and isn't okay in your relationship. Don't let anyone pull that uh, you're mine, but I'm not yours, BS on you. So if your partner says that it's not okay for you to hang out with the opposite sex friends uh, one-on-one, then they need to apply that rule to themselves as well. So are you talking about ban- boundaries and are your boundaries similar, right? So if they're, n- if they're not similar, you got to meet, have some common ground as to what would be acceptable and what would work for you. All right. How about sexual generosity? Now, sure, there there will be times when one person has a better time in bed than the other. But the important thing here is that both people are making an equal amount of effort to please each other. So selfishness in bed is a very unattractive quality even in a friends with benefits relationship. But in a serious romantic relationship, it can cause even bigger problems than a lack of satisfaction in the sack. So if you're getting the job done every night, but your partner can't be bothered to prioritize anything, then this this isn't going to work. You need to get out. Um, You know, lopsided relationships in the bedroom it's going to spell, you know, a recipe for disaster sooner than later. Another thing that's, uh, uh, you know, a no-go that you shouldn't uh, push back on is maturity. People often pay too much attention to the age difference between partners and not enough attention to how mature they are. Even if there's a fairly significant age gap between the two of you, the numbers aren't really important. The age you act is what really counts. So if one person is still living like a freshman in college and the other has an established career and is completely self-sufficient, 
what kind of future do you expect to build with this person, right? Next up, standards. All right, so it's perfectly fine to want your partner to have a stable job, a healthy lifestyle, and their own place. That's, those are all adult uh, behaviors, right? But in that case, you need to meet those standards as well. It's unfair and unhealthy to expect your partner to be picture perfect when you yourself can't even meet the height of the bar that you've set. Both people in the relationship should have a balanced ratio of the standards that they are setting and the standards that they are meeting. Okay? Makes sense. How about support? Okay, so eventually both of you are are going to run into personal struggles. If you expect your partner to be the shoulder to cry on, but don't have the patience to listen to them when they need to vent, your relationship isn't healthy for either one of you. One of the benefits of being in a relationship is having a supposedly guaranteed support system. And if only one person is fulfilling that role, you'd both better off you'd you'd both be better off being alone. All right. Here's here's a one that you shouldn't push on is respect. Anyone who's been in a relationship without mutual respect knows how quickly can things can turn toxic. When your partner doesn't respect you or vice versa, it opens the door for an unbalanced power dynamic, which can even lead to abuse in extreme cases. If you feel as though you don't have the same respect for your partner as they have for you, you should break up as soon as the end of this, uh, end of this broadcast. All right. How about contributions? This is especially important for couples who live together. Some people are happiest when they and their partner make the same amount of money and do the same amount of housework. Others are more content when one is the breadwinner and other one and the other one does all the cooking, cleaning and errands. The dynamic you prefer is up to you, but the important thing is that both people are contributing equally. Resentment grows like a weed when one partner ends up carrying most of the responsibilities that should be shared by two people. So is this you? Are you doing way more than your expected load? All right. How about expectations? Some loving relationships do form after one person in a friends with benefit relationship brings up the idea of making things more serious. But for the most part, it's a bad idea to date somebody who's looking to settle down and start a family when you're desperately trying to avoid marriage for the next 10 years, for example. So ensuring that both of you have the same expectations for what you want out of your relationship is crucial for either of you staying together or make a clean break with as little emotional damage as possible. So it might be that you want a friends with benefits situation, but you absolutely should not date somebody who wants something more long term. You're just not being fair. You're not being realistic and you're really damaging the other person in the process. So try to find somebody else 
who's also interested in just a short-term fling, you know, so you're on the same page. That's what's fair. Uh, is it easy? Um, are people dishonorable with this issue? Of course, but try to do the right thing. Try to try to uh, pair up with somebody who has the same goals and ideas um, that you do about the relationship. All right. If you've just joined us, you've cu- you're currently tuned into the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host Linda Go. Linda Gross. Today we are talking about, do you really want an equal relationship? So call in. The phone number to uh, talk about this subject is 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about things that are not equal in your relationship and you didn't even realize it. Catch you right back after the break. You've had a long day. You just want to escape the world, and you know just the place to do it. Round up your mates and head over to Henson Brewing Company, Burbank's premier craft brewery. Quality, complexity, and always easy to drink. We're open now. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Untapped. Henson Brewing Company, Burbank, California. Come as you are. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM. Where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about, do you really want an equal relationship? Does this even work? All right. Call us at 951-922-3532, 951-922-3532. All right. So here are some ways that you might not have equality in your relationship. So 
how about when one person's needs are more important than the other? So, you know, some sometimes when you're in a relationship, you're also building something with another person. That means you have to consider how your de- decisions affect them sometimes and what actions mean for your joint future. It's a balancing act, to be sure. And all... For, and one all independent people um, in relationships struggle with from time to time. But if you're approaching it as our needs are both important instead of my needs come first, then you'll figure it out, right? And sometimes you do come first, but compromise means that sometimes you don't. And if you want equality, that's the way that it needs to be. It needs to be a give and take. How about when one person is not assertive enough? In somewhat healthy relationships where abuse is not at stake, there can still be an imbalance of power. It can happen when one partner is shy, lacks conflict skills, or isn't assertive. Basically, it's where it's when one partner is a doormat and the other partner does their best to keep things equal. But it's also... But also, it isn't a mind reader. Um, Relationships are a safety zone. So if this is you, it's a good idea to explore why you're so uncomfortable asserting your own needs, wants, and opinions. Therapy can be a great tool. Doing your half sometimes means doing the uncomfortable work of stepping out of your comfort zone, especially if your comfort zone is not not the healthiest of places. Okay, how about when one person determines when the sex happens? So sex is supposed to be a two-way street. Even if one person is super submissive, it's still because both partners have equally agreed to this uh, type of dynamic. But a lot of partners... um, say they had no say when they had sex. So their partners dictated when sex happened and and they just happened to go along with it. Doesn't have to be this way. It should be sex should be a conversation that you're both having in which you both feel that you have an equal say and are equally satisfied. It shouldn't be that your partner gets what they want when they want it because it's one person's job to keep the other satisfied. One person is the default. Okay. How about in the relationship when one person is the default in the relationship? So what that means is, is one person basically in charge of the whole relationship? They get the best of everything. Everyone Everyone asks their permission. They listen to what they want to listen to in the car and watch what they want to watch on TV and buy what they want to buy at the store without a second thought about their partner's needs because they're the head of the household, they think. Now, this is a carryover from previous generations where equality was non-existent or defined much differently than it is today. So if the head of the household means that means more than something 
sorry, if the head of the household means more than something one of you checks on your taxes, then you might need to adjust to make sure that you're both getting in your say. How about when the housework is lopsided? Let's say one person does all the housework. Sometimes this is because of an imbalance of control. Sometimes it's because one partner is lazy and sometimes it's because one partner needs to uh, clean things and doesn't want the other person to mess up their system. So each relationship will define this differently. But if it's a given that one person has to do all the housework and the other gets to be lazy, that makes one or both of you feel uneasy. Then you need to get your equal uh, clean on. Work out a fair system together and then do your part. Okay? How about if one person carries all the burdens? Now, it might, although it might be sweet when one person means well and takes on all the burdens, um, uh, yeah, takes on all the burdens in the relationship to protect the other partner from unhappiness, it is also quite unfair. Both partners, when they can, need to share both the ups and the downs of building a life together. One partner doesn't have to handle all the bad news and the difficult problem solving. It isn't only stressful and unfair, it's a form of enabling. The protected partner never gets a chance to problem solve or lean important adult coping or to learn important adult coping skills. Share the load as equally as you can and it'll make for a better relationship. Now, how about when you sometimes see these couples where, um, you know, one person is responsible for everybody's happiness. So when one partner goes out of their way to constantly constantly please the other partner there could be two problems involved the partner who does the pleasing could be a people pleaser who has self-esteem anxiety and or security issues that make them feel like they have to constantly make everybody happy or the other partner could have a bad temper or fits of rage of violent and violence that the pleaser feels a need to try to prevent so no one should walk on pins and needles in a relationship and no one should do all the work of making things run smoothly it's an equality issue but also a safety and healthy relationship issue how about when you're in a relationship where one person gets to have all the fun. Yeah, that's not cool either. So it turns out where the partner gets to come and go as they please, going out and having fun with their friends, while it's just assumed that the other partner will sit there and clean out the basement or the garage or tackle the laundry or take care of the kids or whatever the major chore is, you know, one person's out playing and the other person's not helping. It's not fair. So um, it also happens when uh, the couple is on a tight budget. So one person will give up their fun activities so that the other person can still afford theirs. Or maybe one person works two jobs 
but the other person goes goes out and gets to party. So sometimes these situations are unavoidable, but when they happen repeatedly or on a long-term pattern, they're bound to cause some tension. Equality means that you compromise so that you both have what you agree to be equal responsibilities. Okay? How about when only one person gets to follow their dreams. So sometimes it works out like that where one partner supports the other while while they achieve a bigger goal or do something important to them, but eventually the supportive partner will have their turn if they want it. That's fair. But if only one partner goes for their goals and dreams and never gives a thought to the partner's aspirations, that's a problem. It's also a problem if one partner just assumes that they can always do what they want and that their partner will take a back seat and a supporting role. You both need to have the opportunity to do what you need to do to become fully realized individuals who are satisfied with your lives. How about when one person gives all the love and affection. So sometimes one partner is just naturally more loving and affectionate than the other. And if that's not a problem in your relationship, then it's no big deal. You get to decide what's okay for you in terms of how affectionate and sweet you are to each other. But if one partner needs more of that kind of attention and it gives and gives it freely but the other partner doesn't make a real effort to show the love then it can be tantamount to not doing your share of the work in a relationship how about if one person controls the conversations <laughs> we've kind of uh, seen this dynamic before on previous shows mansplaining you know they talk over everybody and you know they can they hog the conversation it could be it could go with either sex actually sometimes the female is a talks a lot where you can't get in a word edgewise so that's probably equally as bad so in an equal relationship no one partner tries to silence the other so if you're having a disagreement you both get a say one person doesn't always say what they have to say and then shut the other person down. The goal shouldn't be to have the last word or to win, but to gain mutual understanding and find a solution to the problem. Also, one partner doesn't get to talk constantly and never let the other partner have a say. So doing your fair share of listening and, and talking are parts of equal communication as well. So equality isn't just about equal pay and equal representation in power. It's also about washing the dishes when it's your turn and making sure you have the same opportunities to do as your partner does. It's a tightrope, but it's one that everybody needs to walk. All right. So if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking today about do you really want an equal relationship, right? Do you? Does this work? Let's talk about it. 
All right, so call us at this number, 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532, and we will catch you right back after the break. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Darn! Maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show, but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Welcome. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently uh, listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking today about, do you really want an equal relationship? Does this even work? All right, that's what we're talking about. So you can call in on our phone number and give me your thoughts and ideas on this, 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951 922 3532. Now, if you happen, before we hop back into today's topic, if you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking about how to get what you want. So, sitting on the couch, waiting for a million dollars to fall into your lap, if you want to make your dream a reality, but really have no idea where to start, you aren't born with all the answers to achieving what you want in life, but most people don't even know what they want. Want to find out how you manifest or attract good luck and circumstances? Maybe your goal is to get the closest parking space. Maybe that uh, earning that big contract or maybe the perfect partner or relationship. Successful people have a system. They notice and use circumstances to leverage them quickly into achieving goals. And you can too, right? All right. And if you happen to uh, like the show, show your love. You can do so 
by listening, calling, liking our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, start with my Amazon link, download my app, and buy my book on Amazon. Yes, the name of the book is Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life forever so um, you can download it in about uh, 60 to 90 seconds and it'll show up on your phone or your device electronic device or you can order a hard copy um, and they will send you the paperback uh, version so make that happen it also makes a great gift Um, the holidays are soon approaching and you know somebody might need a stocking stuffer also for the ladies have check have them check out my women's book hitched in 90 days how to keep and attract the man of your dreams all right so let's uh oh and one one last thing i want to say that if you use my link um you can find the link on my website the men's advocate uh themensadvocate.com, themensadvocate.com. Go to the Amazon link. Now, you don't have to buy a book. You just start with that link, and then you do all of your Christmas and holiday shopping using that link, and it will uh, encode uh, your purchase. There's no cost to you, and a few cents on the dollars on the dollar goes to my show to help contribute to the show. So that's another way that you can help as well. Also, um, our show is sponsored by Henson Brewing Company, and we are now booking holiday parties. So we are Burbank's newest uh, craft brewery, and you'll want to check us out. It's a cool, chill vibe and a wonderful place to have a holiday party, corporate party, um, also like milestone birthdays or wedding, bachelor party, bachelorette, you know, whatever your special event is, uh, we handle it soup to nuts and we can make your party very fun and quite memorable. All right, so let's hop back into our topic. Um, what what are some signs that you really are in an equal relationship? Right? That's a good thought, isn't it? Okay. All right, so let's see. Let's give you some signs uh, with regard to this. How about you adapt to each other's shifting sexual needs? Now, that's a good sign because that means you're giving and taking and you're having probably regular and honest discussions about what you like or what you don't like. And, um, you know, that's that's heading in the right direction. So that could mean that you are, you know, truly in an equal relationship. So next, I think uh, when the couples can disagree about an important issue without hating each other, (laughs) that's always a good sign. So it's unlikely for two people to agree on all the big stuff like death penalty and and, um, you know, whether or not the Kardashians are hot or the local uh, local politics, whatever is going on or the news of the day. But if you respect each other's cores, core values and opinions, um, there may be a sign that the other person in the relationship, um, you know, might even abandon his or her outlook. But there is a bond that is forming and the bond is balanced. 
you should be able to argue without letting your different views erode your fondness for each other. How about you put the same amount of effort into forgiveness? So, sure, you know, things are bound to get nasty once in a while, usually when a seemingly insignificant debate erupts unexpectedly, but no matter how ugly things get, you both set aside your egos at a certain point and you try to do your best to see um, to see things from the other person's perspective. So over time, you get better at accepting um, constructive criticism, maybe not in the immediate aftermath of the battle, but once you've given your significant other feedback, uh, significant other's feedback, some thought and allowed things to sink in, again, this might take a day or two, but you eventually get there. So the main point is that you share the same goal. You want to become, you want it to become second nature to put yourself in your significant other's proverbial shoes so that forgiveness comes quickly. All right. How about when you get, when you both get seriously committed to a small gesture? So you each understand and appreciate the value of routine, tiny gestures, like writing a note on the bathroom mirror for your partner to discover, or surprising them with their favorite takeout dinner, or offering to run that annoying errand on their behalf that they really didn't want to do. So in response to your significant other's tiny kindnesses, you always say thank you, even if it seems like you've said it a million times before and you know uh, and you know that that they know you're grateful. So saying thanks out loud always counts and is appreciated. How about you know and accept each other's personalities, flaws and all? So even identical twins are unique individuals, so you can't count on your soulmate being exactly like you. Luckily, it doesn't matter if you're total opposites, as long as you each remain aware of the personality differences in play and make a conscious effort to accommodate each other. Things can work out beautifully. For instance, if one of you is an extrovert, prone to uh, fear of missing out, while the other one is an introvert, introvert with tendencies towards the opposite of that there should be an equal amount of evenings devoted to activities favored by each personality okay how about you actually take turns choosing vacations um that's very egalitarian of you right so um that's super cool so um, let's say one person likes an exotic beach getaway and the other person likes maybe a colder climate with a lot of history. And, you know, what better way to sort this out than to take turns? So how about you let each other's best habits rub off on each other? So when two people are committed to becoming better people through knowing and loving each other, they absorb the best of each other. That might mean adopting someone's approach to eating, exercising, uh, reading, etiquette, or time management. It doesn't matter how you approve, improve as long as the process is reciprocal. 
How about you agree to divide household labor? Not necessarily equally, but more importantly, fairly. So it goes without saying that chores should be allotted according to what an individual is best at um, and not according to traditional gender-specific roles. Um, More than that, however, equal partners go with the flow. They know there are weeks when the significant other schedule is less conducive to household upkeep, and they pick up the slack willingly and without complaint. How about you uh, run expensive purchases by each other, even if you're not married yet, and you have separate bank accounts, if you are serious about someone and thus are considering a future together, how you spend um, how you spend it probably matters to them on some level. So whether you're in the same tax br- bracket or there's a giant salary gap between the two of you, you should feel comfortable sharing financial details without inviting judgment. It's not about asking permission to make a big purchase, but showing somebody respect by letting them know about it in advance. So how about you follow uh, the lead in dealing with each other's families? Uh, one person's relatives might live a few miles away or across the entire ocean, and some people are blessed with far more tolerable kin than others. Whatever is the case, equality on this front entails trusting your partner's approach to his or her family and devoting the same amount of time and energy to see if they are a fit uh, towards those ties. All right. So if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am so happy to have you here today. Uh, You can uh, listen to us each and every Wednesday right here, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Men's Advocate Show. You can tune in to our archive shows um, from my mobile app as well as SoundCloud and TuneIn. And if you're not in the geographic uh, Los Angeles area, you, you can also uh, listen live on my mobile app. So and it, the mobile app is the same name as the show, and that would be the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week on the Men's Advocate Show. <laughs> 